You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Now we turn to a topic we have to talk about all too often, road safety, especially for vulnerable road users. And that means people who are not in cars, especially older people, I might add. Toronto police have launched a week-long blitz targeting preventable and unacceptable encounters with those vulnerable road users that result in deaths and serious injuries. And with me right now is Sergeant Alex Cruz. Welcome. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. Okay, so what does this blitz consist of? So this week, uh, from the 11th uh, to the 17th of uh, March, we're going to be focusing on the big four uh, offenses that lead to KSI is killed or seriously injured uh, collisions, uh, that being speeding, aggressive driving, distracted driving, and impaired driving. So we're asking our uh, our officers to concentrate or focus their efforts in those big four during this week. And why this week? It's March break. I would think that the roads are a little less uh, clogged and congested than they usually are. Well, the kids are out, right? So... Mm. Pedestrians being one of our vulnerable road users, uh, we, we want to make sure that we look after them. So we want to get this message out that we want you to put those risky type behaviors, your your cell phones, your, your speeding, not following the rules of the road. We want you to, to just stop, take a moment and make sure you, you focus on doing the right thing so that we're not becoming involved in collisions and in running over pedestrians. Okay. And uh, how many more officers do you have out? And they're, they're going to be in unmarked vehicles. Well, we're not actually putting any extra officers out. We're just asking that each division, uh, when they have their officers available, that they focus their enforcement time on this particular campaign. Like, we do this stuff every day, but a campaign uh, allows us to get the message out, and we thank our media partners for allowing us to come on and talk about it as well, because we want to get people talking about it. And do you find that maybe people behave a bit better when the blitz is on, and then as soon as they know, phew, that's over, go back to, you know, the old ways? Unfortunately, I think that might be a true statement, but uh, we're hoping uh, with uh, just education, uh, having people talk about this. And, and again, these statistics, like when we look at how many people killed, like 41 pedestrians were killed last year on a road. So each one of those pedestrians is a loved one, you know, a yeah. mother, a father, a brother, a sister. So we have to remember that. That's a pretty staggering, sobering statistic, you know? It is, absolutely. Let's take a call from Patrick in Whitby. Hi, Patrick. Yes, good morning, or afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, I'm... Um I'm really concerned about people uh, on foot uh, that are literally invisible. I'm speaking uh, uh, towards uh, people at night, uh, maybe a wet, rainy night, who can't be seen. Mm -hmm. Specific examples uh, that I'm aware of are my uh, morning bus driver. We have three people that regularly get on, and he overshoots the bus stop uh, constantly for them because he can't see if they're there because they wear dark clothing on a rainy night and have no reflective uh, 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 
the visi- uh, enhanced visibility of any kind. And uh, I see that when I'm driving, people crossing uh, the, the uh, crosswalks when I'm trying to turn left, and I can't see them because they're, they're dark. They're completely darkened. That's my pet peeve. Okay, we will ask Sergeant about it. Thanks for your call. I know sometimes I have trouble too, and when it's people wearing dark clothing yeah. with headphones on, yes. and they're not crossing at a crosswalk or at the light, right. but they're crossing in the middle of the road. I mean, it, it can be scary for a driver. Certainly it is. And again, you know, we're, we're not here to blame anybody. I, I was saying you're, this person or this group of people are wrong. This is a shared responsibility. Uh, and, and the fact of the matter, let's say the pedestrian is wrong or the cyclist is wrong exactly. and gets hit by a car. Ultimately, it's the pedestrian and the cyclist that are paying the price. So the, the driver, those that were encased in that steel cage, we're the safest out there, whether we're right or wrong as well. So again, it's a shared responsibility. Just going home last or on Saturday night, had a, a, a ride call back. It was three o'clock in the morning, raining, dark. And as I was proceeding south on Dufferin to make a right onto Springhurst, uh, there's this elderly gentleman walking across the road with a cane dressed in black. So as a driver, it's my responsibility to make sure that I see that person. So again, when I say it's a shared responsibility, drivers, we can make the biggest difference in, in reducing these collisions. Well, exactly. And and you feel that there's a lot of pedestrian blaming out there? Well, I know some people do. And again, we're not we're not focusing on blaming anything. Like I said, I said it's a shared responsibility. We all have our part to do to make the road safer without question. And what advice do you have for drivers? Like as I said, those situations, I find them tough. What can we do to make sure that we see those people. Well, in that particular, we have the A and the B pillars. That's the post besides your windshields, right? They're, they're, you know, newer cars, they're a little bit thicker because we have a lot of, you know, airbags and and electronics Mm. and wires going through them. So when you're making that turn, you actually have to move around in the driver's seat to make sure you look around that A or B pillar to make sure there's nothing on the road. We need to keep our speed down. Speed limits are for ideal conditions, the maximum dry, you know, sunny. If it's raining out, if it's dark, we need to reduce our speeds. Okay, let's take a call from Jim in Toronto. Hi, Jim. How you doing? Fine, how are you? Good, and Sergeant, I want to applaud your efforts. I'm a retired officer myself, and I know what you're going through. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, just a couple of quick comments, though. I drive a lot throughout the city, and no matter how safe I try and be, I get people walk across the red light into the since I've got a green, or they'll just step out into traffic expecting vehicles to stop. And they're more dangerous than a lot of the car drivers. And the other point is that um, I'd love to see a blitz on the people that have this entitlement gene where they're in the right lane and think that they've got uh, the left lane is theirs, whether there's a car there or not, and just turn into and make an unsafe lane change. I'm hoping that uh, act hadn't been changed and we're supposed to allow them to do that, but it used to be unsafe. Absolutely. So this week we are going to be focusing on aggressive driving and uh, our, our officers are out there looking for that. And before our, our campaigns, we used to have a, a very long list of offenses that we'd like to see the officers uh, enforce. 
we're asking him to pare it down to these big four that we're talking about. Uh, we're also going to be doing some uh, pedestrian education. Uh, we're going to be going out to university in front and uh, the countdown timers, for instance. A lot of pedestrians don't know what does a countdown timer for. So when that hand starts flashing and you haven't started crossing the road, you're not supposed to start. You're supposed to wait to the next light. So we'll be, we're going to be going out there and hopefully we'll get some media with some cameras and we'll have some conversations uh, with uh, the pedestrians say, hey, are you aware of what you're supposed to do and what you're not supposed to do? Again, it's not all about issuing tickets all the time. It is about education, and that's what we'd like to do. And with the countdowns, it it might be getting better now that it's warmer. I know if I'm crossing the street and it's freezing, (laughs) you know, I want to get across. Exactly. But, you know, again, we we ask you, don't run for that streetcar deal. There'll be another one coming. Same for, for the bus and that light, because potentially that could result in somebody getting hit because... You know, they're, they're just not waiting that extra 30 seconds, maybe a minute or two. And I know it's easy for us to sit here when it's nice and warm, but when you're out there and it's blustery and it's windy, we're just asking people to do the right thing. Okay, Jim, thanks for your call. Guys, have a great day. Thanks. Thank you. Okay, uh, what would you like to leave us with? Okay, so we just uh, want people to pay attention to their driving, put away the phones, uh, we don't want any distractions. Uh, concentrate on operating that vehicle in a safe manner. Pedestrians, obey the rules of the road. You know, look both ways before crossing the road. Uh, we were talking earlier about Elmer the Elephant that used to come to the school when I was a kid. And I remember, you know. I remember him too. Yep. And you know what? It's sound advice. Maybe we should bring Elmer the Elephant back just uh, so that everybody does their, 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 their the right thing. Again, it's a shared responsibility to make sure that we reduce these collisions. One thing I haven't asked you about. So if you get stopped, and you uh, were doing the deed, what are some of the penalties you might face? Well, I mean, distracted driving. So far, we've written over 1,800 tickets for distracted driving this year. And, you know, you're looking at substantial penalties. You know, minimum fine is $615, three-day driver's license suspension. Uh, That's for your first offense. So, and it increased points points are six demerit points. (gasps) Oh, my goodness. So, when your license is suspended, you have to pay a $275 reinstatement fee to the, to the ministry. Your insurance is going to go up. So these risky type, aggressive tri- uh, type uh, behaviors, uh, uh, things that your drivers are doing on the road, there, there's some pretty substantial financial uh, costs involved as a result of your actions. Okay. Well, maybe that will be a deterrent. Sergeant Alex Cruz, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. 